Hello and welcome to the Gig Guide to Life podcast with me, Will Stevenson. The podcast all about exposing our guests' dirty musical laundry. Each week I sit down with a guest from the worlds of music, film, poetry and many other mediums and chat about their first, best, worst and weirdest live music experiences. This week's guest is Sarah Adams, the leader of the Manchester Survivors Choir and singer in Cantor Semper, a gorgeous soul act. She was great fun to speak with and it's a fantastic episode. I'll be back at the end, but for now enjoy Gig Guide to Life, episode two with Sarah Adams. Welcome back to the Gig Guide to Life podcast. I'm here with Sarah Adams of Cantor Semper and the Manchester Survivors Choir. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Not at all. Any time. It's nice to see you. <laughs> I want to sort of kick off by speaking about collaboration, because you've worked with uh, Steph Lonsdale, the poet, who I know as well. We've worked with her a few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where where did you meet Steph? Um, I saw her perform at um, Sunday Assembly, um, which is like a um, creative meetup, I guess you'd call it. It's almost... Like they have like a speaker, they have like a performer, they'll have like people can sing um, all together as a group. And she performed one of her um, poems. I just remember it was like a really bleak January day and she was just captivating yeah. and I loved her. So then I did a charity event with um, the choir that I run, Chalton Ladies Singing Group, um, called Mike Up for Manchester. And I was looking for spoken word artists. So then I involved her in that. Mm. And again, just really loved her work. And then we um, started working with her with Cantor Semper as well. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Because like I've I've known Steph for a few years. I do spoken word in oh, Manchester right. as well. Nice. She headlined one of well, one of my gigs recently, right. um, over at the Pier Hut, and it's I think it's so interesting to see the way the creative bubble yeah. expands and contracts, and everyone yeah yeah you know has collaboration with, yeah exactly yeah that's our big favorite thing yeah. to do. And you've worked with three different choirs. Yeah, so I run um, Chalton Ladies and the NQ Singing Group. So one's mm. based in Chalton, obviously, and the other in in town. So. Um, we tend to like merge together for gigs. So yeah. um Semper have performed with them a good few times now at Band on the Wall, Deaf Institute, um, Club Academy. Um, so all like most of our big headline gigs, they've performed with us as well, Amazing. which has just been the dream. Yeah, definitely. Okay, we'll get into the actual format of the podcast now. So we're gonna go right way back um, mm-hmm. to the first musical memory that you have, whether it be live music in the house, was it a musical household? Yeah, 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 yeah. Me and my sister both played, you know, recorder, classic, Amazing. classic starter instrument. Hot um, yeah. <laughs> and piano I played. Um, I guess my earliest musical memory. I mean, I can remember learning music, especially recorder, at primary school. Yeah. Um, I feel like recorder gets a bad rep when actually it's a great instrument <laughs> to start with. Do you know what I mean? You learn is. music theory. I'm not saying I want to incorporate it into the band or anything, but... Um, it's a great starter instrument, actually. So maybe, yeah, recorder club. <laughs> maybe that's Amazing. my yeah, 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 yeah earliest yeah. earliest musical memory. I used to be in the church choir as well. Um, well I wouldn't I wouldn't have said um, I just sort of did that if you know what I mean. I didn't yeah. feel like it was enriching my life in any way. It probably was musically, definitely. But I just sort of turned up and did it, as you do when you're a kid with these mm. things. Um, yeah, I think that's probably my earliest. Musical memory. It's yeah. interesting, isn't it, to look back on the sort of experiences that we have as a kid that we yeah. don't realise. Like you, like you, no, say, you don't, don't realise you're doing anything, it. do you? Yeah, yeah. Like even comes to really simple things like just you know learning how to you know cook basic meals and stuff. Yeah. Like this. And you don't think, oh, I'm learning a skill. No, here. you don't. I'm going to be you know head of a choir in how yes. many years' time. You're just like a sponge, aren't you? Yeah, you exactly. Kids, you just sort of take it, like yeah. you know, take it in. But yeah, I guess 
being in a choir and I was in the school choir, you know, all of that. It's all it's all yeah, part of your education, yeah. isn't it? Do you think that's where your love of gospel comes from? So it's I quite think, a different style of choir. Yeah, I think um my love of gospel comes from me and my bandmate. We joined a gospel choir, um, Manchester Inspirational Voices. It was called Sing Out Choir at the time. Um and that was where we sort of realised um that we both loved singing. Like we didn't sing together before um mm. until then. Um and so I feel like maybe that going to a, a you know a room I think it was in Trafford at the time like with sixty people just giving that much soul like it's really breathtaking mm. like I've not been for ages because we now rehearse on the night that it is um, but yeah it was just breathtaking and I think without realizing it because we didn't put the gospel vibe into our music until relatively recently right we didn't sort of focus on that sort of style of harmony or. Um, sort of that vibe, I guess, um, until quite recently. So maybe it was like an undercurrent that, that we sit both, mm. you know, loved. Like Our music taste is quite similar generally, but that is a definite thing that as soon as, you know, we'll be at gigs at live music and we'll hear a certain harmony and we'll have a look at each other like, oh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that yeah, got us, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, w watching other other um, people. We saw Emily Sandy recently mm. and she had um, four backing singers and they were just exceptional. I felt like it, I was watching them as much as Emily Sandy, mm. if you know what I mean. What's the first time you thought you had that wow moment? One of my favourite gigs ever was seeing the Civil Wars, who are a duo. So at this time, me and Emma were predominantly just a duo. Like We didn't mm -hmm. collaborate so much as we do now. Um, and it was at the Apollo, which is a pretty big venue. And they just... It was just them two and a guitar and a piano. So it was fully like acoustic. Mm. And it was just so captivating and amazing. And it made me feel like, oh, you don't have to have a massive setup mm. to be like, to to like, you know, um, captivate an audience. It was, yeah, that was probably one of my favorite gigs ever. Mm. Um, and we, we always still harp on about it. Like, you know, as a sort of inspirational point and, and the fact that it was just the two of them. Yeah. Have you always lived in Manchester? No, I'm from the Midlands originally. Where about you yeah. from? Northamptonshire. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So I came up here for uni yeah. and then um, just stayed because I love it. Yeah. No, I'm the same. I, I'm originally from near Lincoln. Oh, uh, right, yeah. My parents from Nottingham and then moved here like five years ago. I just, yeah, never yeah, left. Yeah, No, once you do, because especially with yeah. the musical nature yeah. of the city. It's so creative. It's such a creative place. Yeah, completely. And accessible, accessibly, like creative, you know. Yeah. It doesn't always... I was thinking about this on the walk here, like... You can you can just get on and do it. Like mm. I'm not saying the bigger venues are easy to get into or whatever, like music wise. But there's so much other stuff going on that you can definitely just mm. get involved, which mm. I love about it. Do you it. think there's less of a pretension to it because of that? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I've never. We've never really been part. I, I don't know if this exists on the like music circuit, but we've never really been part of like a clique or anything. Mm. Um, and it's never been a problem, I don't think, really. On the on the circuit that we're sort of at, you know, so not, you know, we're not playing the MEN, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's always felt, and the majority of the people that we meet actually are really, um, everyone's really open and sort of up for sharing their experiences, mm. you know, and when, because we're so um, into collaborating and putting on our own nights, um, when, you know, we see someone, well, we are supporting with somebody else. We'll be like, oh, you know, we'll be putting on a night next year if you want to come to the yeah. like support. And that's just a great way of 
again collaborating and, and also giving people opportunities like yeah. to play at really cool venues that yeah. you know we're playing at or whatever I think um that's one thing I love about Band on the Wall <clears throat> is that you guys have played like numerous times is that <clears throat> they, they the guys who run it are so laser focused on just the music <clears throat> and whether that be you know like hip hop blues soul yeah so a really anything, good mix rock there. And roll, all the there's, there's no you know doubt in their mind if there's people who want to put on music yeah 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 come here and we'll play you yeah they were really they were really nice the team there because we hired it so we didn't do it through a promoter mm -hmm. we just did like a, a self-produced night um and they were so nice and it just makes such a difference and so helpful and um we were talking about this me and Emily the other day because it you don't realise it makes such a difference and you're like, oh, we're not used to um, being <laughs> yeah. like treated like we've, you know, like it's a bargain. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, often yeah. treated like maybe people, not always, but sometimes that people are giving us, doing us a favour. Yeah. You know, when actually it's a bargain, like we're here to, you know, we need each other. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, Band on the Wall was lovely. It's just such a such a lovely venue as well. Like I'd happily play there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> What's the farthest you've ever travelled for live music? As in to watch or yeah, to play? To watch. Um I guess London actually. Yeah. Um I've seen Adele twice in London. I travel anywhere for Adele. <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of her. Um yeah, so maybe maybe London. Um, how about playing? Playing. Uh probably where I'm from. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, back the, to... yeah. Um we've done a few like Liverpool, Sheffield, um, like so in the northwest, but I think Probably the furthest is, yeah, where I'm from. Mm. We played at like a folk festival many moons ago. <laughs> um, yeah, which was really nice. How did it feel to go home and, and play the music that you've grown sort of here? Well, it was quite a few years ago, so to be honest, I probably wouldn't feel that. You know, like, I don't feel like we'd honed our sound as much as we have now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I probably yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah. look back on it and be like, oh, that was a good gig. Because I, I always feel like, you know, without sounding... Um, I'm bigging us up. Like we're getting better and better. Like we're always improving. We're never just sat back on what we're doing. Um, so yeah, a lot of past gigs, I'm a bit like, oh, like, but not yeah, because they yeah, were yeah, bad yeah, no, at all, just because they weren't as um, sort of polished as where we're at now, yeah. I guess. If it's, it tends to get better. You know, it's going to get better. Yeah, every time. it's like it's a usual linear. It's a tool that you that you hone. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the best part about what you just said is that you can look about look back on the ones that you've done recently and go. You yeah, that would really good. It feels more settled, <laughs> yeah. definitely. We yeah. were saying this the other day, definitely. Yeah, like the last the last two three years, it's been like, oh, this is our thing. Actually, this yeah. is our, what we've got. Yeah. Do you remember your first ever big gig that you went to? <laughs> yeah, um, I was thinking about this earlier. Um, it was Boyzone. Which, Everyone's got a great. You know, to this. I'm not. Um, I'm not over overjoyed. I wouldn't say they're a massive musical inspiration yeah. to me, but. Um, yeah, Boyzone, we went, I was the youngest of our little crew, like where we grew up, there's six of us, six girls. Um, so yeah, we went along, the six of us, without any adults, to Amazing. the Cambridge Corn Exchange and <laughs> saw Boyzone, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I think we were pretty near the front, but because I'd just never been to a gig, I guess I hadn't experienced then how mm. far back you actually can be at, at you know, at, at gigs. Um, but I remember some girls older than us um, were really friendly and looked after us and like put me and my other friend who was the, young, the second youngest on their shoulders Amazing. so we could see. It was really nice, like thinking back to it. Like that's something I've not thought about for 10, 15 years. Yeah. You know, I was probably only, I don't know, 11 or 12 when we went. 
maybe less than that if I was on someone's shoulders, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was really nice. That's so beautiful. Because it's, it's one of those things, isn't it? When, when everyone first says that, they go, oh, yeah, it was, it was girls allowed, it was boys yeah, allowed, it was yeah, whoever. Yeah. Some... But you fostered a love there that's then yeah, come on you yeah. know if you if that hadn't been the first gig then what would yeah um, yeah you start off a journey that you've mm. you know carried on yeah yeah and to that end who's the most recent gig that you've seen um we saw yola carter at gorilla quite recently that was before christmas i'm just trying to think now if i've been to one since that was amazing and um she had a cold and was like, oh, I've got a cold. And it was like, as if you've got a cold. Like, yeah. you're amazing. Like, it blew my mind. Um, yeah, it was one of them it, at Gorilla, you know, standing. And we're all, we and Emma always have a habit of standing in a thoroughfare. Whatever gig we go to, we're always in the place that everyone's passing yeah, through yeah, constantly yeah, yeah, to go yeah, to the loo. Yeah. And that obviously happened again. Holding our coats, like, you know, it, it was a dark November evening, I think it was. <laughs> or was it December even? It might have been December. But it was just absolutely captivating. She was just amazing. And she used some local musicians as well in her full band setup, which I loved. Yeah, that's beautiful. Like I recognised a couple of people and I was like, this is amazing. They're playing with Yola Carter. Um, so, yeah, I think that was probably the last one. Oh, I feel like I'm missing out one. But, yeah, that might have been the last. We can come back to it yeah. if you remember. Do you have anyone lined up that you go going to see soon? Um, we're going to, I think we're planning to go and see Honeyfeet at Niamos. Oh, amazing. Which is part of the unconvention. Um, music event so that would be really good we saw them at the Royal Exchange um, which at the Royal Exchange Theatre which was an amazing gig space yeah. like, that's a place that you know before I die I want to play a gig in there because it was just because um, it's in the round so you I love that anyway so you can see everybody mm. um, and it's really close to the musicians as well it was really good and they're just amazing as well so. is there anything else that's on your bucket list that you really want to achieve? I really, really want a support slot at Albert Hall because <laughs> that's yeah. probably yeah, 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 yeah. probably my favourite music venue in Manchester. I think it's an it's amazing beautiful. place. Yeah, it's because it's big, but it's it's got this intimate feeling, I guess, because it's quite, um, it's like churchy vibe in mm. there, isn't it? With the big um, sort of stained glass windows and stuff. Yeah, no, that would be, that's definitely on our, on our list. Yeah. Um, to get that. Who do you reckon you've seen the most? <clears throat> Anyone that you've seen multiple times? Is it Adele? You Hosier. said twice. I've somebody. seen I've seen Hosier. Adele twice. Hosier, and again, it was exceptional. Like because the first time we saw him, actually, I've seen him more than twice. I've seen him three, three or four times, I think. But the, we saw him at the Apollo, which is one of my favourite venues as well, um, and it was amazing. And then we saw him like maybe a year later, and I was thinking it can't be as good as that other one. <laughs> like I've got to prepare myself. It's not going to so be. So what as time? Good. What time is this now? What what year are we in? Um, so we saw him last November. Okay. And then we saw him the November before, I think. Oh. Maybe not November, but that it's time of year. Only in November. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just he just tours in November. Um, and then we saw him maybe a year or two before that at the Ritz. Um, I'm trying to figure out when Take Me to Church came out. But I think we saw him before then at somewhere smaller. But I might have made, I might be making that up. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah he's exceptional. Like, and he's got these like power women on stage with him doing mm. these epic like churchy gospelly harmonies, which just blow my mind. Again, I'm watching them as much as I'm watching mm. like him. You know, yeah, it was so good. And I love the Apollo because you can just sit. Like we're always on the we always seem to get the circle. You can just sit and just be like completely transported by it. Yeah. You know. Um, 
yeah I probably don't look at gigs like I'm enjoying myself because I'm just <laughs> you know sat really still but I'm just do you think the way you've gone to see live music has changed because I know it has for me like well, yeah you know when I was younger yeah go in you know in the front mosh pits dancing all yeah that sort of stuff. yeah and I went to go see um, Carly Rae Jepsen the other day. Oh, yeah. She's, I saw that on your Instagram. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Was she? And she's so good. Right. And again, like, like a, a backing singer, full bands, not a DJ or anything like mm, that. Mm. Really nothing that I was sort of expecting. Because mm. I, I like, I like um, Emulsion. I think it's a great record. Mm. But I'm not really sort of massively okay with the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she came out and really blew everyone away. Oh, that's really good. good. Um, but for the last, the latter half of that, I just went to go stand upstairs because I thought, yeah, my legs are. Yeah, like, I just could, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I we we love a chair at a gig. Yeah. Like to be honest, quite a lot of the gigs we do, we'd always prefer like as in we perform, we'd always prefer to have them seated because we love <laughs> to be seated yeah. at a gig. Makes us sound old, but it just means like you know you're not holding your coat, you're not in a thoroughfare, you can just literally just listen to music because mm. that is all I want to do really. I don't really need to move about or dance. Like mm. I just want to hear the vocals or like. The, the arrangement, like, mm. as, I'm a bit, I guess, a bit intense in that respect. I just want to hear that. I don't I want anything else. Thing, isn't it? Yeah, maybe, yeah. To listen back and, yeah. and appreciate and think, oh, how can I incorporate, you know, this yeah. sort of, you know, st- style of harmony or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, insp- yeah, inspiration, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Live hitting you, you know, and in, yeah. in, in, in ways that you might not have heard before because often... Yeah. What I find really interesting is with people like Hosier as well is they'll take the studio arrangements of things yeah. and completely flip it on its head yeah, for a live yeah. performance. Yeah. And it's like it's a new song. And yeah. you just want to sit yeah. there. That's like true. when you get your new record or your new single and go, headphones on. Yeah. Don't yeah. speak to anybody. Yeah. 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 And just exactly. appreciating that live in the moment, I think is. Yeah. yeah. I think um, with Hosier, like you just said, like we. Um, I was listening to sounds. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard that song. And mm. then I go back on Spotify and be like, oh, of course I've heard it. Like it just sounded like completely different. Mm. Or, and then you're like, I often after I've been to see someone live, I'll make a little playlist of all the songs they did mm. to like relive, like you know the, the uh, the gig again. <laughs> so with Kana Semper, mm. we you formed 2013, is it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. We we started from zero, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like we just used to do a lot of covers. Um, we definitely hadn't found our sound mm. like then, I would have said. Not to be harsh to us, but um, some of the early stuff I listen, like if I hear it on my computer and stuff that saved, I'm just like, oh no. Like, because <laughs> yeah. it's so different to where we're at now. I mean, maybe people wouldn't say that, that mm. used to come and see us years ago. But to us, it's it's got a completely different form, sound. In terms sound. of your voices, in terms of the arrangements? Yeah, the the arrangements certainly. Um, yeah, growing growing in confidence. Like we've worked we've worked together closely for so long now that mm. you know we're much. I guess that it's much tighter than it used to be. Um, the harmonies. Um, I just think having a bit more of a focus on our on our general vibe rather than like quite often we'll be like oh and then I've got this you know. Uh, gospely breakdown that we can do here, yeah. you know, or um, this is really folky, acoustic, like just being a bit more focused on the vibe, I think, rather than just sitting down and sort of seeing what came out, which is a great way to start. Like it's been a very organic yeah. process. Like I don't regret any anything, but when, you know, we say oh, we've been singing together for six and a half, seven years, it doesn't, 
it is, it'd be nice to have been had that amount of time from the last three years. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I feel completely. like we'd be a bit more further on. But you can't you can't have that kind of view because it is it has been very organic. We've really worked for the for the sound that we have now, mm. you know. And we used to do a lot of covers, whereas we don't really do any covers ever. It's a, it's a gospel institution, isn't it, covers? Like, you know, even yeah. in terms of we're talking about churches in America, mm. you know, they're not covers necessarily, but more mm. um, standards. In, yeah, in like a blues. bit in the same way as yeah, yeah. And jazz. Yeah, yeah. But we weren't doing covers like that. No. <laughs> we were doing more, you know, we did, you know, we did a few like pub gigs and stuff like acoustic pub gigs. We were doing all the, I don't know, you know, not even classics, just random, <laughs> random <laughs> pop songs, I guess. Um, which was great for me because I I um, was like relearning piano again as an adult, yeah. learning to sing in public. Like cause singing for me in public until my early twenties was my biggest fear. Mm. So that's when I say we started from zero. We literally had to build up like how we were gonna do it because I'd mm. never done it. Like Emma had had more training when she was younger and more confident about singing in front of like she'd always done solos as a kid and mm. stuff which I think is a great way to get over the fear because having to sing as an adult in front of people is much scarier than when you're like you know yeah of course seven you, yeah singing in assembly early, you've got yeah, no yeah, consciousness yeah. about what you do yeah so um yeah we, we we had to build it all up like I had to you know get out the old piano theory books and you know <laughs> learn um to play and arranging the covers i've noticed now when i'm running the the choirs you know that's now a skill that i have from that mm. it's much easier to um do that having arranged loads of covers mm, you mm, know mm. in the early days how did you first get involved with the choirs um i just started the the Chorlton started the Chorlton one yeah. yeah Um so I just I was in a we used to be me and Emma both used to be in a more rock funk band mm-hmm. um, and that um, sort of ended and it was on a Monday night and I remember being like right on a Monday night I'm going to do something creative and musical so I started an all female choir in Chorlton mm-hmm. and I, I, I sort of envisaged you know if just seven people come we'll have a nice jam on a Monday and it'll be fine and then now you know we're like 30, 40 members Amazing. gig all around Manchester. Um, so, yeah, so I started those ones. And then with Manchester Survivors mm. Choir, Kath, who started that, she contacted me and asked me if I'd like to be, like, the musical director yeah. of it. So, yeah. How has how that shaped things you've <clears throat> done since and that experience? How's it reflected on you? The choir. The Survivors Choir, yeah. Um, Survivors Choir has been an amazing experience. Um, again, we started with, you know, 11 people or something, I think, mm. came to the first one, maybe a bit more. Um, and now I think there's 80 members mm. that like, um, you know, come regularly. Um, yeah, there's been some really life-changing um, expericiences with them. Um, Is like, there an emotional element too? Yeah, to well? massively, yeah. In terms of, because you, your role, you weren't at the arena. No, like no, no. But no. I suppose as a <clears throat> leading figure, mm. they, do people find it, you know, do they lean on you at all? Is that... Um, yeah, like we we talk like when we're at events, you know, and there's time, mm. chill time in between mm. the sound check and the gig, or whatever. Um, we'll sometimes um, talk about what happened. Um, I guess less less now because mm. um, it, it was um, you know be um, three, years three years in May, ago, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't I don't feel sort of leaned upon in in that respect. But I do think it's been nice to to talk and share and get to know people um, 
in that way is in people people are, they're very open as a group which i think is really important actually for it to be useful for everyone yeah. um to be able to sort of heal and um and talk about something that they all have experience of i think you you know it's really important that they're all open um i feel like um i've said this before to them like i'm always like keep your eyes on me like when we're singing and out of all my choirs they are the the only one that all do that they all keep their eye on me and i've said to a few people and they're like it's because you know we look if we're focused on you we're not focused because they've done some really high intensity yeah. performances yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know things um that you know are really so challenging the, the um <clears throat> memorial event yeah the one it? voice event yeah. in the yeah i mean that was life-changing like there was i think there was only about 20 25 of them mm. and me and I just said you just look at me and I'm just going to look at you and we're just going to do it like yeah. as in it's just you you and me like you know on the stage because I think there was like 12,000 people <laughs> you know there and that's an overwhelming thing like for me and this is my job you mm. know whereas for them who have been through what they've been through and also maybe not performed ever yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no interest in like, doing so either yeah yeah so it was it was amazing and I think it was very emotional that yeah. um, as well, um, but they were amazing. Like they, they've they've never like they never stop amazing me with their strength and resilience. Like I always go on about it, but the things they've done have been really challenging for lots of reasons, and they've always done it really well. I think it's really beautiful that it's still continuing. Yeah, you know, I expected yeah. when I first sort of heard the news about it and everything, and seeing it at the One Love event and things like that. Mm. you know this to be not a one and done sort of yeah, thing but, but a, like an a, emotional peak yeah and then yeah. you know but it's nice that it's, been it's a lot continuous of, yeah a lot of other things they've they've recently just been to nice actually and performed at um a conference there incredible um for like terror survivors yeah so um yeah they're, they're continually doing amazing things yeah. yeah it's um it's been an amazing experience for me but it's also been really satisfying i think because i think it's it's meant a lot to them I mean Kath who started it she she does all of the logistics all of the back I just get to turn up and do the singing you know which is unusual for me because <laughs> yeah, I'm normally yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. logistics as well but yeah she is um, a hero yeah do you think that's your most memorable live experience or is there something <clears throat> else that comes you know um, not to compare because I suppose they're, they're sort of uncomparable things yeah but. the choir and the band are very they have very different places in my mind mm. I think the choir feels like we're doing it for the enjoyment I'm I'm doing it for the enjoyment of the choir and I get a huge amount out of it. Um but I feel like my I've, my brain's got a different like role mm. whereas when it's come to semper this is like our we're like putting our guts into it. You know like as in mm. this is our career, this is our um like if I make a mistake is a I'll be much harsher on myself than if I made a mistake at a choir mm. gig because it's not about that. It's about us just having a lovely time. Mm. Whereas the gig's got an edge to it, which is a bit more like, I want to have a lovely time, but I also <laughs> really want this to go like, yeah, really yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, so I guess, yeah, I mean, so that, that, that gig was an exceptional experience in that I'd never performed to that amount of people. Yeah. I mean, lucky for me, I got to just turn away and face the choir, yeah. you know, which is <laughs> it's always, like it's room. always a highlight for me with you know, whatever gig we do. If it's a bit stressful, I'm like, I'm just gonna look at the choir and that's gonna be lovely. Um, so yeah, that was, but then Deaf Institute, when when we headlined Cantor when we headlined Deaf Institute, that was really amazing for us. Cause again, it was the biggest audience we'd played to mm. at that point. 
and it was like I remember that when everybody clapped and cheered after the first song it was like oh my god there's loads of people out there yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know it felt like oh my gosh this is this is what it could be all and the time and you lose that imposter syndrome yeah too, because oh no there's no one else here yeah they <laughs> headlining yeah they're here for us yeah yeah that was really good and we've wanted to gig there again and then we've part of us has been a bit like oh I don't know if we should because it was just so yeah. such a milestone gig for us we also played at RNCM recently with Duke Special. He um, he just got into. He's an Irish um, singer, songwriter, performer, amazing man. Um, he just got in touch with us over Facebook and was like, "Oh, do you want to sing a couple of songs with with me at RNCM in amazing. the concert hall?" And we were like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> the right to. account." <laughs> and again, yeah, it was like there was you know two hundred people there. Um, we got to sing some backing on his songs, and then we also got to perform one of our own. And it was like we just. We just turned up, we rehearsed, we rehearsed separately, obviously, because he came over from Ireland. We sound checked, so that was our first rehearsal, performed it, went home, and it was like, oh my gosh, that was so nice. Mm. Like, and then we, the next day you're, in, you're waking up with a brew and it's yeah, 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 yeah. And it was like, oh, we, this is what it could be like, just yeah. turning up, yeah, yeah. not having to, you know, slog our guts to get everybody there, you know, which is always, it is always a reality that, that, if you're, especially if we're self-producing a night, you know, you're doing a whole other person's job, mm -hmm. promoting an event, um, doing all the advertising, advertising, all the social media, creating. which again, we've just learned on yeah. our on our journey. None of, neither of us have like trained in yeah. social media, you know? So yeah, it was, those, those two, I guess, probably stand out most Amazing. for me. What about on a uh, watching? point of view going to see someone else is there one experience that stands out I know you said about Adele again earlier mm. yeah Adele was amazing because yeah. I just it. I felt a bit like a teenager again seeing yeah. Adele because I was like I feel like she's like a pop icon um, but I guess musically Hosier uh, was a, is a massive inspiration for us um, also Wallace Bird who mm. I've actually followed since I was about 18 I think um, she's a massive inspiration to us because she's not particularly mainstream but she's gigging all over the world mm. and releasing music that, like, when I hear it, I just think you're just making the like the exact music you want. It doesn't feel like there's yeah. anyone telling her this is what you need to do or we need to funnel it into this. Every album just seems so versatile and um, amazing that I just feel like this is this must just be exactly what you want and. Um, we saw her at Gulliver's, which is a tiny venue, wow, yeah. and we've gigged there. So it just felt really special to see her in a in, a, and also like we met her after, and you know, to someone that you follow for so long and is such an inspiration. Um, it was really that was that really stuck with us. Um, uh, I saw Mumford and Sons actually at the MEN. Um, so that was a different vibe, massive, massive yeah, venue. Yeah, completely going from Gulliver's, which is like 80 yeah. people, tops, yeah. to yeah, to 30,000. Yeah. yeah, and we were really far Incredible. away. But they did this thing um, where they sang a song um, just around a, con a condenser mic, the four of them, with an acoustic guitar, and it just blew my mind. I was like, yeah. that's now on my bucket list. Like, to sing in a huge venue like that yeah. and do such a tiny setup, it was just amazing to me. That really, That really stayed with me. We also saw the breath. I'm just going on now. Yes, about go who. on, go on. Uh, we saw the breath at um, Deaf Institute. They were exceptional as well. Um, Yola was really inspiring. 
Emily Sande especially I loved because I again I've loved her since she first started mm. and never seen her so again I had this feeling of like when she was singing some of her older songs I had this feeling of like oh god I feel like I feel like young again <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, I'm at yeah, a pop yeah, concert yeah, and she had a, a lush gospel sound um, she had four backing singers and her um, and she also did a couple just on the piano she did a song which me and Emma both love called Clown just on the mm. piano and I was just really grateful <laughs> that she did it because <laughs> I've loved that for so long so to see that um, live just on a piano was great. Um, yeah. There we go. Yeah, it's loads. Perfect. Loads. Yeah. No, I love that. I think we're going to start to wrap up. Yeah, um, is there anything else that you'd like to plug in case coming soon? Um, we're gigging with Sofa Sounds actually very soon um, with the choir, which I'm very excited Amazing. about. So it'll be unplugged um, with the backing choir, which I'm really excited about. But I'm not sure I'm meant to say the date or anything about that because okay, that's not that's how it works. <laughs> it was Sofa Sounds. Um, so it's probably not a very good plug. Um, but we're putting together an album. That would be a good there thing go. to mention. Fantastic. There we go. Found it. <laughs> um, yeah, we're putting together an album which we're going to release next year. Um, and we're in, intending to include all the people we've collaborated with. So it'll oh, be wow. like a really lush um, sort of female-led collective. That's our new hashtag. Beautiful. That's our new project. And social media handles? Um, so yeah, um, at Cantersemper on Instagram, Cantersemper on Facebook. Um, you can also follow the choir on at Choirs Manchester. Amazing. Well. Sarah Adams, thank you very Thanks much. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely beautiful. Oh, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> How good was that? Sarah was really brilliant to chat to. If you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please go give us a follow over on Instagram or Twitter at Gig Guide to Life and rate and review. A lovely little five-star review on Apple Podcasts really does mean the world. I'll be back next Monday with the singer-songwriter JP Cooper. Really looking forward to sharing that chat with you all. Thanks for this episode. Go to Tom at Sonic PR, Sarah Adams and Ellie Stevenson for the artwork. I've been Will Stevenson. This has been Gig Guide to Life and you have been excellent. Please have a lovely week.